This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome to day three of our week on Parting Ways. Monday, we had a conversation about parting ways with the job. Yesterday, we covered parting ways in a friendship. And today, we're moving on to parting ways with a partner. Oftentimes, letting go of the one we love or loved is especially difficult because of the amount of time we spent with them. They're generally our first call. We share most everything with them. They're present the majority of the time, and suddenly, finding yourself without that reliable companion can feel impossible, even if, frankly, we ended up not wanting to be around them all that much in the end. Find yourself parting ways with someone you still love, someone you feel you can't live without, someone you planned a life with. That's perhaps one of the most difficult things we face, besides death itself. We're going to talk about what recovering from this sort of loss looks like, but let's start by discussing how we know when it's time to call it quits. Obviously, this is an incredibly personal decision that varies from one situation to the next, but knowing your non-negotiables is key. First and foremost, there's absolutely no room for abuse. No instances of physical aggression, no emotional manipulation, no name-calling, no stonewalling, and no gaslighting. All of those things are signs that someone is not ready to be a partner. You might be surprised by how many people suffer through environments like this, whether they're accustomed to it because they were raised in it, or because they don't know how to let go, or because they don't know how to get away. It's one thing to find yourself in a situation where your partner has trauma to work through. We all have room to grow. But if there's not a discernible effort, if there's not a plan in place, if there's not measurable movement in the right direction, they're not ready to change. And you should not wait. Nine times out of ten, waiting around for people like this to wake up is enabling them to stay exactly the same. Bottom line, their actions need to match their words and their energy. And so do ours. I believe people change because I myself have done quite a bit of changing. In fact, I'd argue that everyone in my close proximity is a different person today than they were when I met them. But that's because they're all decisively on a journey of healing and growth. Awareness expands the mind. And signs of closed-mindedness are often signs that the work simply isn't being done. If we're living life to the fullest, we're moving forward on a journey of self-discovery, awakening, and healing. Our partners have to be ready to go on that journey with us. As we walk this path, we need to be comfortable being totally vulnerable with one another without fear of criticism or judgment. If our partner is invalidating our concerns or minimizing our experience, it means they're presently only capable of seeing the world from their own perspective. If they don't lift you up, if you feel like a lesser version of yourself around them, if they bring out the worst in you, if you're having more bad days than good with them, it may be time to move on. Relationships aren't perfect, 
But when it comes to deciding on your number one, keep in mind you're choosing the person who gets the very most of you, the person who will undoubtedly have the most influence on the future you besides yourself. Finally, if you find yourself in a situation where you're the only one fighting for the relationship or you're begging for them to say, don't, stop, know your self-worth, rest assured there is someone out there who will value you, love you, and work just as hard as you are to make the relationship the very best it can be. We know how impossible parting ways with a significant other can feel. It's both emotional and chemical. We're hardwired for connection and attachment. It's a mechanism we've evolved with, a means of survival. Remember, the bonding hormone dopamine has been hard at work, creating chemical bonds to this person it deemed as not only safe, but also as safe D. When we lose this security, everything in our body wants to save the relationship. Those chemicals are triggering emotions and literally causing us to want to behave in relationship-saving ways. It's making us laser-focused on making it work. It's reinforcing the bond in our minds and causing us to fixate. It's telling us to cry out, to reach out, to salvage this safety at all costs because being alone is dangerous. But as you know, sometimes these evolutionary mechanisms are doing more harm than good. And just like the trauma brain's fight or flight mechanism, part of working through grief is bringing the thoughts of desperation and loneliness to the forefront of our minds, meeting them with awareness and turning toward regulation through breath, through movement, and through meditation. It's important to grieve. In these times of need, turn to friends or family. Remind yourself, and maybe your subconscious too, that there are other forms of safety in your world. It may sound silly, but even though our companion is no longer by our side, we are not in mortal danger. That's what we have to remind our bodies and our minds. Even though it hurts now, even though it may feel like we're crawling through one day to the next, we have to remember that grief doesn't last forever. The chemicals will dissipate. We'll move forward on a new path and we'll begin to make plans for a new future. And that's the last thing we'll suggest in this very short conversation. Make plans, go places, see people, be adventurous, go through major changes, rediscover yourself. Now is the time to begin anew. The world is overflowing with possibility as soon as you're ready to see it. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you're enjoying Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. Join us tomorrow for day four of our week on Parting Ways. We'll be talking about parting ways with a family member. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.